All right, we on. Let's go. Yo. This guy. <laughs> he got a yo. Why you always got to do some corny intro? <laughs> yo, bro, I didn't think we even had intros, man. Microphone check. Micro, well, we microphone now checker. Your little shenanigans every What's time shenanigans? I record. I'm saying yo. Yeah, these guys are always I'm fighting. I'm greeting the fans. Fans. The one fan out there. <laughs> I'm greeting him. Son Jesus left the 99 for the one B. Yo, listen, listen up, bro. <laughs> yeah, this guy is. Just want to shout out my boy Steve Cox for doing what he did today, bringing us some Thai food. Ooh, man. Yeah, you the shout out king, bro. Uh, I do what I gotta do, yo, Steve. We love you, baby. You should do commercials. Yeah, bro, we love you, bro. Word up. Shout yeah. out to Steve and Eva. Shout out to Eva because she probably drove him. It's Steve, I mean? right? Steve, 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 Pixel Church, baby. <laughs> I don't. What's, what's the website? You know the website? I don't know. See, you're yo, not even prepared. Go yo, on Instagram. Go on Instagram go look and look up Pixel P I X E L Church. Oh, you can spell too. Ooh, ooh. Yo, why this guy? Um. <laughs> Yo, ah uh, man, listen. Yeah, welcome we... to the Knowing Part podcast, where we episode go thirteen go through the Word of God 13? verse by verse. Yes, sir. Verse line by, by verse, line, chapter by chapter, and we just talk about it, and we let the Spirit move because there's nothing else good to talk about. Holy Spirit, no, there's, you are yeah, there's nothing good. <laughs> nothing good. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about, but it ain't good. Not but good. it ain't good. <laughs> the word of God is good. Come flood this place and God, this guy, this guy's singing. You'll be because he's because I'm what <laughs> son. You best to chill, buddy. You hear me, Bucko? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you best yeah. to chill. Yeah, my man said Bucko. Bucko. <laughs> yeah, this guy's peaking, man. Yo, Ange, get on your um, um, Axe Ange. <laughs> Axe Ange, listen up. Yeah, shot the, do your whole little promo nah, shit. if there's anybody out there listening, for the three of y'all that don't have my number to text me, um, if anybody has questions, seriously, anybody has any questions or comments, feel free to email us at knowinpartpod at gmail.com, and we'll go through, uh, and uh, yeah, if we'll have time, we'll answer them on, on, on the air bar, so... You know, it'll, it'll be real good if it if it's kind of like in context of what we're going over. Oh, exactly. Yeah, from that episode, we don't want no randoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So come on, son. <laughs> if you don't get no randoms, you ain't getting no questions. Yo, man. if you di- if you disagree with something Mike says, which we all disagree, <laughs> hit us up, email, Mike's. and then we'll put Mike in his place. You know the question you're gonna get. Um, so if there was only Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel, where did Cain get his <laughs> wife from? Mm. Or did, um, <laughs> did Adam have a navel? <laughs> That's the like question that. you're gonna get. <laughs> we want questions like, how do I get saved? We, we won't be answering to... those questions. Did Adam have a navel? <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. That's, I was there. <laughs> That's what you I, got. Sorry, he didn't have a navel. No navel lint for Adam. Mm. Just That's smooth. That's why Andrew's like you. Yeah. <laughs> It was smooth from his his chin down to his yo yo son yo t- yeah, no, son no. that's why that's why Ange want to ask questions. I said that's what you're gonna get the Kane question. Where did Kane get his wife from? No 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 no. What Adam Navel did to you? He lost his navel. <laughs> so Ange is gonna be answering all those questions. <laughs> those are the questions Ange is gonna answer. All right, we'll see. 
Because he's feeding. Don't send no stupid questions. Oh, come on. There's no such <laughs> There's thing no as, such a, as a stupid question. question. Uh, about Adam's uh, navel? Yo, bro, people. Just that's how, that's what people think about me. curious. And just remember, oh, what about pastors here. Yo. We, we know in part, baby. Yo, what? I'm um, proud of that. Yo, Ralph, what was the next one, dog? Um, Which one? Um, all the animals is on Noah's boat. <laughs> 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 oh, you. you but <laughs> Give me that question. What was that question? Yo, like how, um, how do you handle all the poop? Ooh. Oh no! Ooh, I mean, what do you do with all the poop? I mean, animals do poop. They poop, yeah. What yeah, did I'm Noah do? How did Noah? Um, how did Noah curb the animals? Yeah, how did he curb the animals? How do you manage all the poop? You know, um, oh man, the Bible's not a plumbing textbook. I mean, I'm not it's gonna not lie; they probably management. they probably ate their feces. All right, animals do it all the time. Oh, this the doctor do? I mean, Just veterinarian. Letting you know. That's probably what happened. Mm. Remember, they were insects, obviously, right? Beetles, mm. those things. They live in dung. Right, you know right, I mean? right, so, right. Yeah, like the dung beetle. Exactly. So, yeah. See? You know, they so were that's just, why you need a veterinarian. They were just providing a, a home space for the little the, parasites. You need smart man. guys on this podcast. Yeah, yeah dog, man. You need a vet, so veterinarian. But that's actually a, a good uh, idea, Edge. You know, taking in questions. That's pertaining to whatever we yeah, say. Yeah, whatever. We, we, we probably say something off all the time. All the time. Correction. Every episode. So every episode. Especially every we, episode. we welcome correction. <laughs> I think we laugh it through. Yeah. 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 And we, listen, when we, we don't know totally something, guys, wrong. we, we start probably laugh. laughing. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's cold for we don't know we what don't know. to don't say. Know. Yeah, that, that's cold. Because while we're laughing, we're praying, Holy Spirit, <laughs> please help Intervene. us right now, Lord. <laughs> Intervene. That's why we laugh all the time. Yeah. All right, man. So where we at? Wait, 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 wait. Yo, it's been a while since we got a Devo from Mike. Devo Yo. Mike. You know Devo oh. here, man. Oh, Mike, talk to the we people. We on microphone check. Mike, One, a microphone two. check. Give him some devotion. No, word, no word. devotion, B. Revelation. So we're going <laughs> to let... <laughs> we're going to let the word talk, B. Right, so, so you, you can't, got no devotion you for can't the force the devotion, no man. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> I can't force the spirit, bro. Son, the spirit's gonna let it out, B. I'm you should, it's listen, not me, B. It's quiet gotta, storm, you should have knew that, bro. You got, got something wrong? I got a quick story. Ooh. Yo, here wait, comes. Wait, hold on, hold on. Story time. <laughs> story time with Ralph. Gather around, kids. <laughs> now this is a short one. This is a Uncle short Ralph. one. <laughs> Can you read us on that time story? Please, please. Here we go. Here we go. So, um, my wife and I we, and uh, our daughter, we went to pick up some food because um, he was helping my brother, you know, do some renovations in his house that he just bought. So we, we had to, like, I guess get the app because Texas Road, you can't go in um, and order the food. So we had to go on the app, set up the app and all that. So while we're setting up the app, one of the workers came out and she was holding a devotional in her hand that said Jesus is calling. One was like, you know, 300 you know, year devotion or whatever. So my wife and I got excited. Said, Yo. Looked at her and, I, and we said, you're a believer? You're a born-again Christian? She looked at us and said, what's that? What? <laughs> we was like, wait a second, you go to church? I see you holding a devotional book. She was like, yeah, I go to church. Um, yeah, I go to church. Up and I was like, and you don't know what being born again or saved is? She wow. was like, never heard of it. Wow. <laughs> That's sad. That's actually a sad story. Yeah. Yo. You should have pre- prepared us for that. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was it was, it was, yeah, it was it was pretty sad. But the 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 great part of it is that we got a chance to share the gospel with her oh. and explain to her what is being saved. And she actually sat there and was like, yo, you know, I've never heard 
the gospel like you know wow. explain to us explain nice. to me in that fashion Thank so you, we got Lord. a chance to you know share the gospel with her you know Amen. you know show a church in the area because she actually lived near old bridge so we kind of like nice you know sent her to one of the churches over there hopefully she goes so that was actually so, a good story nice yeah. good job brother yeah i think we talked about in that in episode what six goya oboya about being born again how many yeah. christians yeah. How many how many times you come to Christians and you know they'll be like yeah I'm a Christian but when you start to talk about are you born again you ask them if they born again they don't yeah. know nothing about that right. and we went over that when we went over John three with Nicodemus so go look right. up that episode from being born again yeah, yeah. born above that's episode six <coughs> mm. gotta plug it nice <laughs> so we in chapter eight this <coughs> evening interesting chapter. Um, <clears throat> any any anything we remembered from chapter seven, real quick? Everybody went to their house, <laughs> except Jesus. That's how we left off. Mm. We saw a division, right? We saw a division in the, even in the household of Jesus. His brothers didn't believe him. We saw a division amongst the people, uh, the leaders. You had people that were visiting for the. Uh, feast of tabernacle was it yes all right we saw a division amongst the people and you know we saw jesus christ uh talking talking to the the leaders we saw the the battle between christ and those spiritual leaders at the time and um you know them just rejecting authority just rejecting the truth uh and you know Jesus was like, "Hey, you guys, you guys talk about you guys follow Moses, you guys follow the law, but you're trying to kill me." All right. Mm-hmm. So at the end of that, uh, the chapter kind of ended. What's What's weird is, you know, where the chapter breaks at verse fifty-two on chapter seven, but chapter eight kind of, you know, it, it continues. It continues with that. So. We might as well just jump right into it. Let's and do it. if you do the honors, we could start from verse 1, and then we could go to verse 6. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Now early in the morning, he came again into the temple, and all the people came to him, and he sat down and taught them. Then the scribes and Pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what do you say? This they said, testing him, that they might have something of which to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger as though he did not hear. It's a crazy scene, <clears throat> crazy scene, and I think is is if we could just imagine what's happening, right? So we ended ended chapter seven when everybody's going home, but Christ, he didn't have a home to go to. He did have a home to go to, his father's house. Mm. You know, it says now early in the morning he came again into the temple, and remember when he was uh, <coughs> cleaning up house with the whip. You know, he says, my father's house shall be called a house of prayer, not a den of thieves. Yeah, but 
he didn't sleep there. Yeah, I understand what you mean. But when yeah. I saw that and I seen him going into the temple, I was like, like you said, like everybody went to their own house, but Jesus goes to the Mount of Olives. And then I thought about it. I was like, he ain't have no house. Because like he said, you know, the son of man don't have nowhere to lay his head. Right. But then when I thought about it, I'm like, you in the temple, that's your father's house. You know, so like, in the, you know, how I saw it was like he did have a house to go to while everybody's going to their personal house. The temple was his father's house. So mm -hmm. it was kind of his yeah. house, you know, I get yeah. what you said. So that's, that's, why, that's how point. I saw it. It's a great point. So, you know, the outer courts of the temple, you know, you'd have different, you know, they, people, they had these pillars and teachers would go in different pillars and whoever liked that teacher, they would go around them. So that's mm. the scene. Mm. So early morning, he goes to the temple and, oh, there goes Jesus. So now you have a group of people uh, coming to listen to the rabbi, coming to learn, sit at his feet and learn. So that's the scene uh, that's happening early in the morning until you get this crazy interruption. All right. <laughs> to interrupt his teaching, interrupt his discipling with the people that came to hear the word mm -hmm. and what's happening. Mm. What's the interruption? That's uh, and you see uh, the interruption is you see the Pharisees they come dragging a woman into the midst into the middle of the of the classroom get dragged it, right in the middle of it you know mm -hmm. um, so you could just imagine as you're painting this picture could you imagine like you're in a classroom in college and you know professors teaching something everyone's sitting down and then someone just drags someone in screaming yelling kicking fighting. So this is how I'm imagining that this, because mm -hmm. I doubt this woman came walking in. So this woman came probably being drugged, probably half dressed, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. hair out of place, yeah. you know, yeah. and now uh, dragged in the mill in front of everyone. So now why is she being dragged? Adultery. She was caught, right? Caught in adultery. So it was like, yo, we caught her in the act mm -hmm. of adultery. Um, how so did they catch her? Intra that's interesting. We we gotta get into that. Right. We we gotta sp speculate on the speculation show. <laughs> <laughs> on the speculation. We gotta Spe speculate. Speculation. But you know, um so they come dragging her and mm -hmm. she she got caught in sin, caught in adultery. So it, probably she was with a married man, right? Mm -hmm. Or maybe she was married and I don't, it doesn't specify, but mm -hmm. whatever it is, she, it was a compromising position. She was in the wrong. They grab her and they drag her to Christ, right? Mm -hmm. But it says that they were doing all of this to what? It was all a test. It was all a test. Yep. Right? They needed something on them. Right, because the whole you know, as we go from chapter the chapter before was the plot is to kill Jesus. Right, mm -hmm. that's the plot. So now they need something to have on them, you know, so that they could accuse him. Mm. Hey, so now how how that's they trying point. to trap him? What's the question? Will it's they a, trap? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead so. I don't know. I was just gonna say they're trapping him between the law of Moses and right. the, the law of the Romans, mm. because mm. Um, if he went against you know Moses then obviously they um they would say that you know he doesn't have any uh, reverence for Moses but if he went against the Romans then he would they would have brought Jesus before the Romans you know so these dudes always think that they got our lord and savior in check but he always comes with checkmate so let's mm. get into that 
Hey, Jesus, we just caught this woman in adultery. What right? Do you, what do you say? The law of Moses said, you know, if somebody's get caught in, in adultery, they have to be stoned. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Mm-hmm. And yeah, exactly what you said, Ange. If he, if he said uh, no, then don't stone her, then he would be going against the law of Moses, right? Because the law yeah. of Moses said. Now, if he, if he said stone her, not only would he look like a, like a savage, right? But he would also be going against the the law of the land. And it's right. f- and it's fake because both adulterers are supposed to be stoned. Yep. Where's the dude? Exactly. Exactly. Which you is know? why I heard a commentary, and obviously it's speculation, but they were like, "Was this a setup?" Possibly. You know what I mean? Right. Because they would have brought the dude with her if they caught her in the actual act. That's right. You know. So <clears throat> were they just took some victim? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> to try and set up the Lord. But also, you know, you got to think about the time, how they looked down upon women. Yeah. You know, so women was nobody. She could have sure. just been at the well. Either way, she, sure. was, being, either way she was being used. Yeah. yeah. Whether they set it up mm-hmm. just to catch her. And remember the chapter before, right? Christ was like, yo, y'all follow the law? He was, he was kind of getting at right. them with the law. Yep. Right. He was like, y'all talking about y'all follow the law. Y'all trying to kill me. Yep. Right? So you guys don't follow the law. You guys don't know Moses. Because if you knew Moses, you would have known me. Yep. That's what So he was right. getting at him with the law. Mm-hmm. Right. So they probably conjured up a plan. Be like, all right, you want to talk this law, this Moses? All right, we're going to get you. Yep. So in their evil plot, right, regardless if it was planned or not, or if it's, this is something that actually, you know, caught them for real, the woman was being used in all of this. Yeah. And, and yeah, where's the dude? Because if you cat what, you caught her by herself. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. How you commit adultery takes two to tango. Yeah, it takes two to tango. So where was the dude? Yep. Mm-hmm. So what happened? You let the dude go? Was that was that, the, his was man's that, in them. That you know was your I mean? man's in them? Was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it one of the Pharisees? Right. Yep. Go to bed. And that tipped him. So what happened? <laughs> you take the person that's weaker, that probably yeah. mm-hmm. you grab her, make a spectacle out of her to embarrass her, to shame her. Mm-hmm. And then you drag her in front of everybody to a classroom in front of Jesus Christ. In the temple, yeah. To try to test them. Yeah. And what did Jesus say? And, and you know what the crazy thing, you know what I thought about? Like with Joseph, it said Joseph was a, um, what was it? He was a righteous man or he was a, a, fair, a just man. Because when he thought Mary had committed adultery on him, he went and put her away privately. Right, right. You understand when he thought Mary committed adultery and got pregnant with Jesus, it was like, you know, it says Joseph was a just man because he, he did it. He was like, okay, we're gonna do this on the low, mm. and you seeing the you seeing the the, the 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 intent of these guys' hearts to bring her out in right. public and right. in front of everybody, and this is what you did. You see that, you know, like how the Holy Spirit was like, yo, Joseph was a just man because of the way he did it. And you see these guys were malicious. <clears throat> but they, 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 their, they hearts, their hearts wasn't about righteousness or nothing mm. like that. It was just about killing Jesus. And Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even about her, which is the crazy thing. Mm-hmm. They didn't care about her. Right. It was all about trying to catch Jesus in a lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's, what's crazy, the way you, when you mentioned about Joseph being a just man, traditions show that when they did catch uh you know a couple in adultery or what have you they used to have them put in the middle of the area you know in front of everybody in public 
They used to um, tie, put them in a box filled with dung. What? Yeah, they used to have the dung up to like their waist. And they each would put. So this is stuff that they added to the law because the oh, law just said stone them. Right. Yeah. But their tradition said that you know what we're gonna we're gonna do extra. You know we they tied nooses around their necks, um, and they'll all pull in different directions until they were you know asphyxiated, choked them out, and then they would stone them, and then um, they will fall in the manure. All right, and then they'll plant trees so that everyone would know that this is what happens when you commit adultery. Yeah. Wow. I heard Yo, that before. what? Did you, did, yeah. you, did you hear the one about the wives of the, the priest? Apparently, they burned them yeah. from the waist up. Right. <laughs> if you were a wife of a priest and they yeah. caught you in adultery. It's madness. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. So, but, I mean, one quick point. Sorry. That, no, but, I mean, just, just to think about it is that, I mean, we see, like, the madness in the way they treated um, how they went excessive and all that, but this is one of the sins that it, that required capital punishment, right, mm. in the Old Testament. And I think the main reason because adultery, you know, um, is this is a picture of the foreshadow of Jesus and the church. That's like God takes so much reverence in marriage. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like do not tarnish this institute that I created from the garden. You know, marriage. Mm. So I, you know, it's precious and I treasure it. So once you break that marriage bond, you're breaking that bond that Jesus has with the church. You know, yeah. so that's how it was considered and capital punishment. Specifically to just a sexual sin. You right. know, like these people, they took sexual sin very, very, uh, they didn't take it lightly. Right. You know, and, and, and you look at, you know, what the world we're living in now. You know, they they yeah. could care less about right. the is, living is, in sin. Is marriage reverence now? Is commitment no, of course not. between a no. husband and a wife reverence now? Nope. Yeah. No. What's, what's what's the divorce rate in in America? Like was it fifty percent? Yeah. Same in Christian churches. It's fifty percent. Yeah. Yes. 50%. About the same as in the the world. Yeah. You know. So Jesus Jesus stoops down. He ignores. He he acts like he didn't even hit him. Yeah, that that was crazy. That's gangster. That's filthy. And he <laughs> and he stooped. It, and it's interesting. It says, uh, "Down and wrote on the ground with his finger, as though he did not hear." We don't know what he was writing, but we gonna speculate. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the speculation podcast. He probably was uh, Dasha not kill. Mm, probably. probably. Or he, what they said, he probably was writing the sins of those that that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that the people that were accusing her, they probably started writing their sins. Right. Yeah. What was so dope though too is that if they only realize that that same finger that was writing in the dirt was the same finger that mm. wrote the ten on the the wrote ten the commandments. Yeah, yeah. So, you know so the law that you come and check me on, I wrote it with my finger. Same and I, finger. And I think I like that. I think the yeah. way he did it, right. probably the Holy Spirit brought that to in their in the forefront of their mind, mm -hmm. like. Like yo, mm. you know the Lord wrote, you know the uh, God wrote the law with his with his finger, you know, mm. and the way he probably did it, it was like the Holy Spirit probably was like, yeah, yeah, you're talking to Come him. See me, I'm the one son. who wrote the law. Come right. see me. I wrote the book. <laughs> and then the second time we see uh, handwriting on the wall is well Ooh, during yeah, 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 yeah. during the Babylonian Empire with Belshazzar yeah. when mm. they saw the finger on the wall, judgment, and which meant judgment. Yo, that finger, baby. That. that finger, that finger, that finger, that same so, finger. So, what were these guys coming with? They wanted, they wanted to execute judgment. judgment. Right, they wanted yeah. judgment. All right. 
So Jesus is, he pretends like he doesn't even hear them. He probably didn't even look at them. Mm. Just stoop down. You interrupted my class. And <laughs> after they, you know, continued, um, Andrew, if you want to read the next section up until verse 10. Because, Andrew, you got that reading voice. Reading rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> verse 7 says, so when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and said to them, he who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at her first. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. Then those who heard it, being convicted by their conscience, went out one by one, beginning with the oldest, even to the last. And Jesus was left alone. And the woman standing in the midst, when, when Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? Actually, actually keep, keep reading. Keep Go yeah. to 11. She said, no one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Yes. All right. So let's get into it. Mm -hmm. So they was, they was bothering him, right? They keep asking him, like, yo, what's up? What you going to do? She got caught. Right? This is, this is, what, this is what happened. What are you going to do? Mm. Mm. This is a uh, continued asking. So he probably was writing, you know, kept on writing. And then he stood up and he says, listen, go ahead. He who is without sin, right? Let him throw the first one. So now the idea could be born without sin, right? To be completely sinless. Mm-hmm which we know that the only person that was completely sinless in that group in the world period was Jesus Christ. Or the idea could have been the person that that's never committed something you know of that nature that never mm -hmm. committed adultery. And you know we know adultery is is physical and it could be you know the heart. Mhm. Mm mm -hmm. Right, so that's why he said he was like, "All right, you want to execute judgment, then, you know, go ahead." But these are the these are the requirements. Yeah, who's qualified? These are the qualifications to execute this judgment right now. Jesus is so dope, crazy dope. <laughs> the way he set it up that way, the dopest, because he goes for the heart, b. Mm. That's, that's what Jesus is about. He goes straight to the heart, being the conscience. That's what he deals with, dog. Just straight that's, up that's, pierced. That's why people don't want to read the Bible, dog, because it deals with your heart and it deals with your conscience. Mm. It reveals. It reveals it. So now exactly what, what you was doing. What, you know, you see the trap. They try to set the trap. And it, it was a good trap, too. Yeah, it really was. And then he comes back at him. It was like, all right. So he's not saying no. And he's not. Um, letting her go scot free, mm -hmm. like it's it's neither of those. Right. He was like, yeah, she according to the law, she should get stoned. All right, right. he's wh whoever's without sin, go ahead, stoner. Yep. So he created a third option. That's it, <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. And it, he and showed it, him, and it was to deal with them too. It's crazy how they're trying to set him up to kill him, and Jesus is trying to free him. Mm. you know like you right. got to think about his replies it's not 
you know he could have just went off but the way he answers them all the time is always to put them on so that they could come to the truth so that right. they could believe he's always giving you an opportunity mm-hmm. so when they thought that they were gonna you know use this woman and her sin to expose or trap jesus jesus turns around and expose their sin mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right they thought this was going to be about the woman but it turned out to be about them yeah like yo you guys are the adulterers you guys are the sinners mm-hmm. and then we see their conscious you know their conscious started bothering them and then from the oldest that probably had the most <laughs> the most <laughs> dirt the most yeah. dirt the most skeleton the most in his closet dirt mcgirt Mm. <laughs> they right. probably had dirt McGurk. All of them the had a piece of piece of stone in their hands, just ready to boot up this this a wash. woman in, in yep. their head. Mm. And they dro- they dropped it because now you know they were convicted in their yeah. sins. Mm-hmm. So now the question, and, and especially the reason why they're convicted in their sins, because if they claim to know the law, that you know that you know that the other person involved in. The adulterous acts should have been there That's so it, yeah. that alone is already convicted it's like dag we just took this poor woman to mm-hmm. use her as a battering rod against jesus yep. and now we're being exposed because yo the man is out there he's probably he might be in the crowd yep could he be the one that first to drop the stone could he be you know we don't know and we ain't even do it right you ain't do it right really and, and you know it's just sad to see you know the woman you see the double standard right, right? In the society at the time where women were being used, uh, women were being abused, um, they weren't treated fairly. Uh, so that definitely stands out. Another thing that stands out to me is judgment, right? Judging. Like so they was ready to condemn her like death, B. You got to think about that. It wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? Like probably, yo, cast out the, the city or, yo, dog, it was straight death like that's what they wanted for her so they were ready to execute and uh, you know i think back to maybe was it chapter four or chapter at the five not after that when jesus was uh chapter five with the pool at beth bethesda, bethesda. Yeah, bethesda. when christ was talking to the religious leaders and it was like yo i have judgment all judgment execution of judgment that's my job i'm gonna do that mm-hmm. all that is given to me mm-hmm. and now we're seeing a, a group of wicked guys fiending to execute judgment right mm-hmm. and using this poor woman as their their prop mm-hmm. so now what's that doing to her character and, and i'm concentrating on her like what's that doing to a character what's that they, yo they just destroyed her life yeah right yeah. yeah she was a, a public spectacle and um just a pawn b. but the the dope thing though is that god didn't want her name out there for all of us to know who it was you know what i mean like they didn't the holy spirit specifically didn't have this woman's name in here because it it wasn't about you know uh bringing embarrassment to her mm-hmm. you yeah. know so i think that that was that was awesome how god works man and it, after Jesus Christ said that, you know, he said it and he went back to writing on the floor with his finger. Mm. <laughs> and he was just probably just writing, just writing. Yeah. And there's a funny scene because he just get up and like, oh, hey. Where's, 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 oh. Where's, oh. Hey, 
<laughs> where's all your accusers? Well, nobody's here. You alone? Where's it? Where's all the people? Yeah. Nobody's condemning you. And she said, "No one, Lord." No mm. one, so he goes from no dealing with them one. to dealing with her. Uh-huh. Like he, yeah, he deals with her. Mm. And then what does he tell her? He says, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. No mas. We see the grace. And then we see the truth. Yeah. Right? Now, the reason that Jesus is able to say, neither do I condemn you. The reason you're not going to get stoned is because I'm going to. I'm going to carry that whole weight for you. I'm going to get sown. I'm going to get spit at. I'm going to get my beard mm-hmm. ripped off. I'm going to get whipped. I'm going to get nailed for this act that you, you just, just did. did. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to take it. I'm I'll take the stones for you. I'll I'll die for that sin. And that's true for each and every one of us. Yeah. Right? Jesus is like, "Listen, I'm going to take the fall." For each and every one of you guys and all your your sins you know what and, yeah. and and he exposed those guys their sin that was done in secret the right. stuff that was in their hearts he exposed that mm. yeah i just see also just a, a picture of salvation where where she was staring and watching one by one the men with their stones were just leaving when those stones were intended to hit her and kill her. And the same thing with us, with the Lord, like all of those sins that were, that we committed, that were meant to kill us, you know, that we were supposed to die for those sins. And, yeah. and Jesus standing in our midst because of him, those sins are no, no longer powerful. They, they have, they no longer have any authority over us. You know, what? and also one of the great things I like about this, uh, this short segment that we just read is that, a lot of times we think like, you know, as I was reading it and pondering, like, how would I respond to the Pharisees on um, if I was placed in that situation? You know, because now you was placed in a conundrum, right? You know, whichever way he goes, he's going to, you know, either the Romans going to get him or they going to get him or the people going to look at him as a as a savage, cruel person who did the people that he's trying to protect. But the real true um, where we should position ourselves, where I see I position myself is that adulterous woman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of me trying to think, oh, what would I do in this situation? No, I wasn't Jesus. I'm the adulterous woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been caught so many times exactly. in the act. I remember mm-hmm. how many closets I've been. <laughs> yeah. Star, yeah, don't start with the stories. How many closets? He came out the closet like. Um, <laughs> how many times? I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> how many times? <laughs> he was trapped in the closet. <laughs> How many times? You know what I'm saying? I've been caught red-handed, right? This is true. This is true story. I've known this guy for a long time. Yeah, I heard this story a couple times. He is not exaggerating. He was trapped in the closet. (laughs) You know, how many times you've been caught red-handed? You know what I'm saying? And and, and this is... Yo, Ralph should have been in in the episode of... What was that uh, that ID show? Where it was just violent crimes or passion... (laughs) I don't know. Oh, no, no. Snapped. Snapped. No, no, no. Not snapped. That was where the wives were snapping kill the husbands, right? No, no. No, not snapped. This would be where the husband come in and then, you know, in a rage. We should call it temporary insanity. (laughs) I know there was a show like that. I don't remember. Go ahead, Ralph. No, but, you know, that's, that's how I see it, you know, where the adulterous woman, all of us have been caught in compromised positions mm-hmm. and um, all of us looking for where mercy and justice can be met. Yeah. 
you know, this is what's amazing is that Jesus is where justice and mercy get met. Mm. You know, it's and, phenomenal. And another crazy thing is the way he did it, like, you know, to stone somebody, I think you needed two or more witnesses. Oh, so yes. he gets rid of the witnesses. So that's why it's like he dealt with them first where he's like, you know, who you have not sent cast the first stone. Mm. Now, one by one, they leave. He goes back on the ground because he's like, as long as there's witnesses, like, surely you're going to get stoned because right. you got caught in adultery. Right. So it's like he deals with the witnesses. So now one by one, there's no more witnesses. That's why he comes back up. He's like, where everybody at? Mm. So it's That's like, right. oh, there's no more witnesses. Well, you can't be stoned. That's right. You know, nobody condemn you, then I won't condemn you. So now he's still and, within. The so, and then now you start to understand when Christ has said, I ain't come to get rid of the law. Right. I came to fulfill it. That's right. You see Christ fulfilling the law and staying in right. the boundaries, <laughs> dog. <laughs> staying. You'll be not going against nothing. Right. Every move, every word, bro. And he also said that he didn't come to judge, right? That's right. Right. Not not this time anyway. Right, he ain't come to judge, but he came to save. So that that was actually a good point you brought up, Ralph. Right, because that's where the we could either be, you know, the adulterous woman, or we could be the the the, the, the accusers. Yep. But what happens when you get dragged, right? When you're caught in sin and you get dragged and exposed, right? Because mm -hmm. you could get dragged. And exposed by the Holy Spirit. Mm. That's right. What's your response? Mm. Right? Is your response going to be humility? Is your response going to be Lord? Mm. Right? I got caught. She she had no defense. She got caught. So her, you know, the wages of sin is death. Like, dog, you could have gotten stoned, mm -hmm. and it would have been, it would have been right. But in our lives. When we get when we get caught, right? Sometimes we get caught and we get dragged mm. and exposed. What's your response? Mm -hmm. What's your response to that? Is it gonna be Lord, or is it gonna be when they say who's accusing you? I don't know. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I ain't do nothing because <laughs> nobody's saying nothing. Yeah. Right. But the Holy Spirit just just dragged you out. And now you're standing right. in front of your, your Lord and Savior. Are you gonna recognize are you gonna recognize that and humble yourself to that? And right. that's real, cause there's so much things, like you said, the Holy Spirit reveals to you that nobody knows, dog. Right. You know what I mean? There's there's things, you know what I mean, you doing in your life, you're doing, you know, in your your marriage, your family, you know, your job. And, and adultery is, is a secret sin. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's usually done behind closed doors. Right. But the Holy Spirit could expose the Holy that, Spirit could expose and then them. drag you in front, yeah. in front of, in front of Jesus. Yeah, you know, yeah. pornography. Yeah. You know, or just you know, drinking. You know, to the point where you're sloshed. You know, yeah. all these stealing, all these stealing, cheating yeah. on your taxes, lying, yeah. lying. I mean, everybody, yeah. <laughs> everybody's done lied. All the right. little white lies. Right. You feel mm -hmm. like oh, nobody. That's not gonna harm nobody. You know what I mean? Uh, how many times you done walked out the grocery store and you ain't the, <laughs> the cashier ain't the cashier ain't charged that? <laughs> and you get all the way to the car and you like, yo, wait, time out. I just paid twenty dollars for eighty dollars worth of something. <laughs> when the cashier make the mistake, do you sit in the car and just drive away, or do you? Yeah, let me go back and 
rectify that because no, I know right. there's plenty of times I fought you know that and that's it's something so small you're like oh, nobody's right. gonna notice that that's that's Walmart man that's Target they got right. a they got a trillion dollars mm. <laughs> they're not gonna miss my little sixty dollars that I just came up it, off on it, that cashier it was a blessing <laughs> the Lord works in mysterious <laughs> ways word up but the Holy Spirit like you said Marcus the Holy Spirit will pinpoint and be like yo go deal with that go rectify that and right will you get up and and sometimes that's hard man because you gotta it is hard. It, like you said it's hum, it's, it's it's humbling it's humbling, right? it's humbling. Yeah. and and what's the goal right uh sin no more mm. so we see this woman uh even through her you know grave sin she experienced the grace and love of jesus and i'm sure that's something that probably affected her for the rest of her life and that mm. caused her to you know we don't know what happened to her we don't hear about her anymore in the rest of the story, but I, I, I'm pretty sure that that affected her, and mm. you know she changed her life. And yeah. the goal is sin no more, grace and then truth. You know, um, one of the verses that brought to mind after reading this, the, the whole thing when Jesus went back to writing on the ground, because I'm thinking like the first time he might have, you know, just on that speculation, he wrote the laws, and then on the second time when they dropped the stones when he went back to writing. The scripture that came to mind is Colossians 2.14 when he says, Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. Knowing exactly what you said to the point y'all guys made earlier, that that same sin, I'm not going to judge you for it because I'm going to get judged for that sin on the mm -hmm. cross. Yeah. And one of the interesting things also I like about this is that I think we have to really pay attention to the order uh, of how how Jesus said this, he says, "Neither do I condemn thee." So that's the first thing, and then the second thing is, "Go and sin no more." So I think that first is, "Neither do I condemn thee," meaning that yo, now you've been saved. You know, that's that justification. And when he says, "And go and sin no more," that's now you're gonna walk in this sanctification, sanctification. part. He couldn't have said it the other way around. Great oh, point. go and sin no more, and then I don't because you can't sin. I mean, he couldn't say that first because you don't have the power to overcome sin you know what i'm saying you yeah, gotta yeah, yeah. be justified first and exactly. once you're justified now he gives you the power to overcome that nice. sin you know the point. sanctification so i'm so you know that's one of the things that kind of jumped out at me mm -hmm. you get the filthy start tonight and he, and, he, and he did the same thing to the guy at the pool of bethesda exactly you know yeah. when he went and he met him at the temple he was like yeah yeah you healed now but dog stop sinning before <laughs> something greater happens that's right so you see jesus always brought the truth right you know what i mean like 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 we've been saying through the whole time like yeah there's grace but dog there's also truth to the fact of what, what was happening then jesus spoke to them again saying i am the light of the world he who follows me shall not walk in darkness but have the light of life jesus goes right back into teaching <laughs> Because his, his disciples, students, the people that were listening to him was right there. Mm. So the people that left were the accusers. So this whole thing played out in front of, you know, the people that he was dealing with, the people that he was teaching. Mm. So now he, he spring, springboards that, right? I'm the light. Again, that, you know, reoccurring theme in John of Jesus Christ being the light of the world, right? He who follows me shall not walk in darkness but have the light of light who was walking in darkness the pharisees the sinners all of us the whole world right 
Mm-hmm. Right? It says the light came into the world, the dark world. The world didn't understand it. it. Right. We've been reading about the world trying to snuff out this light, trying mm-hmm. to kill them. Right? So now he he's saying, you know, dog, you got to follow me. If you follow me, meaning to believe in me, to follow, to change, right? You're not going to walk in that darkness. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm, I'm, it's also the, the, the woman. We see the change in the woman. Mm-hmm. We see the, the other guys being exposed. Right. That's what the light does. Right? So the light is either going to expose you <laughs> and you're going to dip set, you're going to run. <laughs> or if you recognize the Lord, that change is going to come. Go and sin no more. Right? All right. So that, that shows you like the light is all how you respond to it. How you respond to the light. It's always how you respond to it. You could either accept the light yeah. and, and allow it to change you or you run away from the light. So that's the response. Or try to snuff it out. Or, right. Or try to snuff it out. And that's so real because, you know, we've seen these examples. <laughs> like I just remember, you know, growing up in the hood in Veer. And I remember my you kitchen. Grew Van, yeah, I grew up in Vanderveer. Vanderveer Projects. Yeah. I know. You're like Urkel. How huh? Urkel survived yeah, here, right? <laughs> Yo, how you made it out, man. Yo, I remember, bro, being in that kitchen, B. Yo, we had to put our cereal boxes in the fridge. Because of the roaches. Because of the roaches, bro. <laughs> yo, I remember, yo, every time I come in, I turn the light on. I was like, yo. And they all scatter. Mm. So I'm like, yo, this is exactly... When Jesus comes with the light, be mm. <laughs> and you know what? And the the interesting thing is that remember we're just leaving that that feast, tabernacle, tabernacles. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's always an illusion of like you know them the wilderness and the the pillar, pillar of light, pillar yep. of light. And pillar here of comes, fire, I mean, yeah, pillar of fire. And here comes Jesus saying, "I'm that, I'm the light." It's kind of like the same thing with the water when they were like pouring the water out. Right and, and right, stood up right, and right in the middle of their traditions, because that was the tradition to light the the light, you know, through the whole feast, seven right. days through the whole feast, That's and right. then the last day. So it's like, he's like, yo, this tradition you have of this light that represents that light that was in the wilderness, like dog, I'm the light, just like how he was like, I'm the water, you know what I'm saying? So you're seeing again of this that I am, mm. that deity, you know, he's pointing to his deity, like right. you know, I am the bread of life. I am the water. I am mm. the light. You know, and and again, you're seeing these um, important things we need in life. You know, you need bread. Right. You need water to survive. Yep. You need light, light to survive. Essentials. Right, the essentials of life. He's like, you know, the same way you look at light, like how you need light to survive, that's how you need me. He who follow right? So if you follow Christ and by following, you know, believing um shall not walk in darkness right so now you're going to be walking not as a blind person but you're going to be walking in light but have the light of life mm-hmm. so now it speaks of this this light uh resonating from inside of you and you having the light of life and you're being able to live right in chapter one that that light was life so then if you're in darkness, then you have no life. So that's, mm. you know, and that's what Christ, he was like, your dog, this is what I'm here to do. I'm here to, to shine the light. I'm here to 
cast out the darkness. I'm here to save you guys and give everybody life. Mm-hmm. And we're reading, you know, the opposition from, you know, these certain type of people, mm-hmm. right? These prideful people, these people that, you know, think they know it all. Mm-hmm. So they're coming with the test. And ultimately in their heart, they want to kill the truth. They want to kill Jesus Christ, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about it the other day, man. I was like, I was, you know, I think we did the last chapter and I was like, man, it was so real the way Jesus dealt with, you know, the Pharisees and the spiritual leaders. And it was like Jesus was right in front of them, like in a real tangible way. And I was like, it dawned on me that, but every single person has that exact same experience Mm. where it's real and it's tangible. Like nobody's going to have the defense and be like, well, you know, you wasn't there. No. Jesus, everybody has a personal, tangible, real experience of the presence of God right in front of their face, Mm -hmm. saying these truths in their life, right? Mm -hmm. Conviction of the Holy Spirit, right? You got his, his, his saints, somebody coming to you. Dog, we, you read stories about you know, people with their testimonies. I was up late watching an infomercial and then boom. Yep. I see some infomercial and the spirit of God is talking to them. Yep. Right. You we sure? hear about people in the Middle East having dreams. Yeah. A place where Bibles are forbidden, churches are where Christians are being martyred, but people are getting visited. So everybody has a real tangible experience of Jesus Christ dealing with them. Mm-hmm. And you're going to respond yep. either like these guys and snuff out the light and want to kill Jesus Christ in your life, mm-hmm. or you're going to submit to the truth. Mm. Dog, there's no other options. That's how real it is. Like, in my experience, I can't say, eh, well, it's coincidence. Like, nah. <laughs> this is something that you just know. Like, yo, this is the truth. And this was Jesus Christ, and this was God, and it was right. very real. Yeah. And your faith is what's counted as righteousness. You understand? It's like everybody's gonna have a different experience, you know. But Jesus, He, the Holy Spirit, reveals a certain level of truth to you, and it's just about how you respond to it. You know, you have right. people be like, "Oh, what about such and such Antarctica where they never heard about Jesus Christ?" You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. There's a certain level, there's a certain amount of truth that everybody gets revealed to about themselves. You get revealed to you that you're a sinner, that you're not good. You know, there's certain things that get revealed to you, and it's like, like we were saying, it's how you respond to it. And I think that's what, you know, God is looking at, you know, and it's the same thing with the Old Testament, you know, like with Abraham and all these men and women, you know, the Lord revealed something to them and they believed it. And like the scripture says, that was counted to Abraham as righteousness, his faith in what God revealed to him. God was like, this is what I'm revealing to you. You believe it. All right. You're counted as righteous mm-hmm. because of the faith. And like you said, is, you know, is 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 uh, the Holy Spirit. He deals with everybody on every level. You know, you could be alone in your room. You could be reading something, watching something. Holy Spirit is going to reveal something to you about yourself and it's about how you respond to it from then. Do you humble yourself like this woman and call him Lord? Mm. Or do you like, nah, I'm going to keep doing what I'm going to do. So verse 13, the Pharisees therefore said to him, you bear witness of yourself. 
your witness is not true. Jesus answered and said to them, even if I bear witness of myself, my witness is true, for I know where I come from and where I'm going, but you do not know where I come from and where I'm going. You judge according to the flesh. I judge no one, and yet if I do judge, my judgment is true, for I am not alone, but I am with the Father who sent me. It is also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. I am one who bears witness of myself, and the Father who sent me bear witness of me. Mm. So Jesus Christ saying, I'm the light of the world. So they try to flip it on him and be like, ah, how you bearing witness for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And that echoes back to chapter, or was it five, four? Even Jesus was like, all right, you know, I don't have to bear witness of myself. Yeah, the four witnesses, right. And then he went and laid it out. Yeah. So now that he said that, they try to come at him with the same thing. He was like, oh, it's not true. You're bearing witness of yourself. But, Doug, it doesn't matter. They weren't looking for truth. Right. So it didn't matter. And also, if you really think about it, they were supposed to be the witnesses. They were supposed to bear witness to Jesus Christ. That was their job. Right? So the Pharisees, they were supposed to be like, wait a minute. Something happened, let us investigate it, and then, oh, this is the Messiah. Because you guys were the keeper of the law. You guys were in the books. You guys knew the prophecies. You guys were supposed to bear witness of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. But they didn't do that. They had all the evidence, right? The miracles. They had uh, uh, the prophets. Mm -hmm. They had John the Baptist. They had all the external evidence that they needed. But the problem there was their heart, their internal. Right? Mm-hmm. What else y'all see? Yo, man, I, I, like, I haven't, I haven't, oh, filthy. I was about to say. No, that. I like that where it <laughs> says, I know where I came from and where I am going. And um, obviously we know that this is obviously talking about God, where he came from and where he's going. But when I think about it, when I put myself in that, that sentence and to know where I came from, as a sinner mm. and the filth and the disgustingness and then to know now where I'm going because, because of Jesus Christ. That's right. Dude, mm. like that's like genuine Christians can't, can't help but fall down to their knees when they think about that, when they think about the mercy that Jesus had upon us, you know, like to it just it just blows my mind to think where I could be going if I didn't have Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Um, but to know where I came from and to know now where I'm going is just it brings uh, tremendous peace into my heart. You it's judge beautiful. according to the flesh. I judge no one. What do you, you guys think of that? I look at it as, um, you know, like it says, like Jesus says, you know, I didn't come here to judge. You know, the first time that I came here is like I didn't come to judge. When he was talking in John 3, the Nicodemus, but mm-hmm. he's like, I came to save the world, you know, so it's, it's more, you know, like when I came here, this first time is not to judge you guys, you know, like he's saying, I judge no one. That's not, that's not the mission I'm on right now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's how I see it. Yeah. That's, just, I don't know. Yeah. No, that's the same exact thing. Cause uh, like you said, from the, from the prior chapters, it talked about that the world already stands condemned. The world already stands judged. You know, it's already condemned, deserving hell. And so Jesus said, yo, I'm here to save 
I'm here to bring grace and truth mm -hmm. because the law is already standing against you. The ordinance has been written against you, mm. and you know you're you know you already stand condemned. So I'm here to I'm I'm throwing you a lifeline here. All you gotta do is just believe in. And the whole thing where he says like you know um, I bear witness like like you said totally agree. Um, you're not looking for truth. You know if they were looking for truth they would have found it. You know and this he's and I think just right here like when he says um reading your law that the testimony of two men is true i think he's saying like listen i'm he's he's talking about his origin and his deity mm -hmm. and you know what it's only him and the father yep. could bear witness of that mm, when yeah. you're talking about actual witness nobody else could bear witness of that so it's like so these are the two men these are the two witnesses that you have to deal with mm -hmm. and you know and it's all been written because i was there yep and and think back right think back to <clears throat> the character assassination of Jesus Christ. Mm. Yo, who could come out of Galilee? Mm. Right? Like, this guy's a carpenter. That's how they were judging him. Mm. So they were judging the external according to the flesh. But they weren't, their judgment wasn't true because they had the words and they had the acts that he was doing. Right. But they totally, like, disregarded all of that and they were looking like yo this guy's from galilee like we know where you're from you, so now imagine the appearance because we know how the pharisees dressed with the phylacteries right. and the, right you know they was dipped out <laughs> drip would they drip <laughs> the holy, they look good the right? holy drip they was the uh <laughs> they was they was dog they was the elites in society right. they had bread they look good right and they were looking at Jesus like, yo, this, this, this guy, he don't even have a place to lay his head. How are right. you talking about you're the Messiah? Because you're, ju you're judging according to the flesh. Right. And he was like, dog, y'all don't. And he was like, yo, be, I didn't even come to judge. Yeah. My judgment is true. Y'all just seen what happened. Mm -hmm. Right? My judgment is true. Mm -hmm. You guys judge according to the flesh. But you have, you have everything that you needed to know that what I'm saying is true. Mm. and you guys were supposed to be the witness that was your job right you was you were the gatekeepers to the word of god you're supposed to lead these people imagine you'll be not everybody had bibles like we do back then they had to go to the temple and these guys these scribes they would read it to them that's crazy they that. would let them know like yo so you guys had all the inside information but you guys fumbled the ball right you know what I'm saying? And he's like, you know, my witness is true because I come from heaven. He's like, he's like, dog, my point of view, I see it all. Like, you got to think about God. The only reason God, you know, he's the, he's the, the best witness because he sees everything. That's yeah. what I was thinking about when I was reading this. I was like, God sees everything. Like, That's if I wanted point. anybody to point. bear witness of anything in this world, I go ask God because yeah. he's seen it. You could be in the deepest, darkest hole, the deepest, darkest part of the club. <laughs> the light's off. <laughs> you could be in the deepest, darkest hole Dark thinking baby. that nobody sees what you're doing. And Position. God sees it all. <laughs> Position. <laughs> you see how you always set this guy up, right? Yeah, that's how I said. That's how we set him up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So and, and that's why he's like, yo, my witness is true because I'm God. 
You understand where I come from? I see it all. And then he's like, my judgment is true because it is, it's not, I don't do it alone. It's from the father because that's how they looked at it. Like it's God, the father, God, the father, God, the father. We don't, you know what I mean? That's how the, the children of Israel saw it. And Jesus is like, yeah, like I'm coming from the father. Like I could judge. So he's giving why his witness is true. And he's giving why his judgment, why he, why he can judge, why his judgment is true. He's giving you the reasons. You know what I mean? And it's crazy. But when he says my witness is true because I come, you know, from where I come from, I'm like, yo, dog, God sees it all. God is the perfect Mm. witness for everything. So, you know, he mentioned his father. Again, you know, Ange, like you said, with him talking about he's from heaven, that's him, you know, identifying himself and equating himself to God. You know, that's that deity talk. Yep. Right? So he, he, he speaks about his father and, you know, they get slick. And they said, then they said to him, where is your father? Mm. Jesus answered, you know, neither me nor my father. If you had known me, you would have known my father. These words Jesus spoke in the treasury as he taught in the temple and no one laid hands on him for his hour had not yet come. So the things that he was saying was, was piercing. It was condemning. He basically said, yo, y'all don't know God. And you got to understand that whole culture was. You know, it was the foundation of that was like, you dog, we know God. We have a special relationship with God. You know, we got the oracles. We got the commandments. We got that special relationship. And he was just like, yo, dog, y'all don't know God. Because if y'all know God, y'all would know me. Mm. Right? And one thing I, I see here too, man, is just the, the importance of a father. You know what I mean? Just in, in life and in family, just like. They ask you, where is your father? You know, and just it, it, the, the relationship between the father, God the father and God the son, you know, and how God has created man to be the head of the household and, and to be that, you know, um, you know, the priest, prophet, provider, protector to his family. You know, so that was just, just a little side note but that I just see here. But just if you're a dad out there, man, and, and you're holding down your family, man, just, you know, continue to keep the Lord front and center, man. And like, and, uh, He's proud of you. <laughs> so what if yeah. I, I, I'm looking at the Pharisees like, you know, it's like you work for a company, a guy runs the company the whole time, and then his son takes over. You see how like when the son takes over the company or the children take over the company, how you treat the son? It's like, I don't respect you. Like yeah. how I respected your dad. Right, yeah. Like you understand point, what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's how I'm looking how the Pharisee, and it's humbling. That's a great point. And that's what it is about Jesus. You know, like uh, there's a dude I speak to at work, and he's like, you know, he's like, every time I'll be like, yeah, Jesus, Jesus. He's like, nah, nah, you don't need Jesus. It's all about the father. Mm. And I'm like, you having a problem dealing with the son. You know what I mean? To understand that the son has all authority. Understand that the son. And that's how I'm looking mm. at it. It's like, <laughs> it's like, yo, you, you work for a boss for 20 years and then the son takes over. And then you're like, I don't like the way the son runs the company. I'm going to quit. Or I don't like the son. Or you're just not used to change. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's how I'm looking at it with the Pharisees. Christ is coming and he's like, no, I'm that person. I'm that person. I'm that person. And it's like, nah, we, we, like, we like to do things the way we like to do it. And we don't want change. Mm. And he, he he laid it out. Anybody that says that they know God and don't recognize Jesus, they're a liar. Straight up. Straight up. Bottom line. Because those Pharisees, 
dog, they will break everything down to you. Mm-hmm. They knew mm-hmm. the scriptures like the back of their hands. But yeah. because what? The hardness of their heart, they wouldn't accept Jesus Christ. Yep. So Jesus Christ says it right here. You know neither me nor my father. If you had known me, you would have known. You can't separate the two. Right. Right. So anybody that was like, yeah, God, God, God. Oh, Jesus, nah. No, you, then you don't know God. Yeah. It's plain and simple. That's you could deep. quote all the scriptures you want. You could go through any breakdown. Yeah. You cannot separate the two. Because Jesus is the express image of the Father. Jesus is the only way you could relate to God in a real tangible way. Because God put on human flesh and came to earth. So if you know God, you would recognize that Jesus is God. Just from his words, just from his acts. Because he's like your dog. I'm saying and doing everything that God is telling me to do. So how you... It's a lie. It's a straight up lie. Yeah. Mm. If you don't recognize Jesus, then you do not know God. Period. Yep. And that's and there's like I said, for the Pharisees, the, their whole life they've like you said read this, read the scriptures and you thought you knew God, and then when the Son comes, you don't recognize Him. It's like nah, you didn't know nothing the whole time. You ain't know. So now let's go to the next section. And 21. You want, you want to go 21? 21 to 21. Yeah, I don't remember that <laughs> one. What's that? 21. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? Yo, you remember that, that meme? <laughs> when they, they, they came to that kid and they was like, hey, what's 10 plus 10? He goes, 21. <laughs> Yeah, nah, I don't remember. That was, that that was that early was, internet? No, dog. <laughs> that was like four years ago. Man. Really? Yeah. Yo, Yo four B. years in internet ages. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the classics. Four years. Like, Yo, they can't just do this. Like, Yo, you mad stupid. He was like, no, I'm not. He was like, what's 10 plus 10? He goes, 21. <laughs> So that's yeah, yo, I can't four, believe you. I never saw four that. years in internet age is like what is like like dog years, dog. All of all of y'all gotta Google 21. it after this. Every single one of y'all gonna Google it after this. Y'all gonna get a good laugh. <laughs> so we go twenty one to twenty eight. That much? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got you. Go ahead. Then Jesus said to them again, "I am going away, and you will seek me, and will die in your sin. Where I go, you cannot come." So the Jews said. Will he kill himself? Because he says, where I go, you cannot come. And he said to them, you are from beneath. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. Therefore, I said to you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. Then they said to him, who are you? And Jesus said to them, just what I have been saying to you from the beginning. I have many things to say and to judge concerning you, but he who sent me is true, and I speak to the world those things which I heard from him. They did not understand that he spoke to them of the Father. Then Jesus said to them, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know what I am, he. You will know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father taught me, I speak these things. Mm-hmm. Yo, there's some strong, strong words Jesus is telling them. Yo, my man said, and you will die in your sin. Dog, mm-hmm. and you see what sin does? Pride and darkness. Dog, they couldn't. Jesus was like, yo, dog, I've been telling you from the beginning. Yep. 
you know, he got to the point, they asking him the same question, yo, what do you do? You got to commit suicide? They just would not understand what Jesus is talking about. So Jesus, you know, he opens up uh, again, telling them that he's going away and you will seek me and will die in your sins. Where I go, you cannot come. If you die in your sins, you cannot go where Jesus is going. You cannot go where Jesus is at right now. Jesus what? is in heaven. Word up. If you die in your sins, you cannot get to, into heaven. Period. Mm. There's there's no there's no alternatives. None. Yeah. And this is this is his his pleading with these guys. Right? Yeah, Jesus loved the Pharisees. Jesus wanted them saved. And you know, he's he even said to you, I've been saying this from the beginning. But if you die in this condition that you're in right now, being rebellious, rejecting the light, rejecting the truth, right? When the conviction of the Holy Spirit comes, you snuff it out and yep. don't humble yourself to to say, Lord, yep. you can't come where I'm going. Crazy. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. And you've seen the pride of the, the Jews. Like the whole the whole uh, statement when they say, yo, where's he going? Is he going to kill himself? Because the Jews already, the, the Pharisees at that point had this whole thought of like, you know, that they can't go. That they automatically have a ticket to heaven. Mm -hmm. And that the only way a person could go where he's going right. is if he commits suicide. And they thought that whoever committed suicide would end up in Gehenna. That's the only way a Jew, a Pharisee could end up in in hell is if they committed suicide mm -hmm. so that was their teaching and that was their philosophy because they thought they yo i already have a seat in heaven with abraham isaac and jacob mm -hmm. so it was like what are you talking about we mm -hmm. we already have an automatic ticket so you see the pride and rebellion in their heart from their false teaching you know so and then i think about just how many people that die and everybody automatically think they go to heaven <laughs> right like yeah, it's like crazy. Off the rip, like I see, you know, they make T-shirts. They hit yep. you. They hit you with a mural with the wings. Angel yeah, wings. they hit you right, with right. the shirt. Everybody yeah. has the shirt. Yeah. They let off the balloons. Right. It's just so you could feel good, man. And you automatically think he's in heaven, and it's like Jesus makes it clear: if you die in your sins, though, you can't go where I'm going. That's crazy. That's and there's absolutely no reason why you can't get to heaven. And you know, it's, you know, it's crazy. Just you mentioning that point about. You know, they think that they're going to, that they are already in heaven. Not once do they ever speak anything of God, speak anything of Jesus. They, not once did heaven come into their mouth. Never Hell, confess them. You know, morality, repentance. Not, but immediately a person dies. Oh, he's in heaven. Like what? Yeah. You Where'd know, you get that from? You know why? Because <laughs> everybody think they're good. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yo, everybody, yeah, point everybody's good. <laughs> oh yeah, because they weren't. They weren't. You know, it uh, wasn't Hitler. Mass. Yeah, you wasn't. Uh, he wasn't Hitler. Right. He wasn't, wasn't a mass yeah. murderer. He wasn't Jeffrey right. Dahmer. He wasn't the son right. of Sam. Right. Oh, so, and the son of Sam is saved, by the way. He yeah, gave his life to Jesus Christ. Yeah, I heard yeah. that. That's a crazy testimony. Yeah. But, you know, that's what I was thinking about. Like, he's he makes it very clear. Like, if you, you know, and he said, for if you do not believe that I am he. So if you don't believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, you don't believe Jesus Christ is Savior. He says, you will die in your sins. That's what it is. If you don't have faith in Jesus Christ. And Lord, you die in your sins, you, that's it. You die in your sins, that's it. You can't go. He said to them, you are from beneath, and I am from above. You of the world. You are of this world, and I am not from this world, right? You're from beneath, I'm from above. The one from above came down beneath to bring you 
up above right. to give you access up above. Yeah, that's simple. That is so oh. simple. Simple <laughs> mathematics. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, but. Jesus is like, yo, dog. I'm I'm dealing with you guys. Yeah, that was so simple, dog. And yo, the same patience, the same compassion that Jesus is dealing with them here is the same patience and compassion in the Old Testament. But people don't see that. I'm convinced, dog, it's about humility. It's not about you don't understand. I just yeah, yo, you just reading be, this again. Humble, son, the way you broke it down, I'm like, come on, dog. The one who came from above went beneath so that he could bring you above. <laughs> like, hum- what don't you understand about that? Right, he right. humbled himself. God yeah. humbled himself. And you can't? And you can't? can't. Oh. You can't come where I'm going. Yes, son, I'm You done. know why? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Because where I'm going is only humble people up there. That's right. Yo, I'm I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I'm talking for the rest of the- Yo, V. Because I think I just got dealt with. <laughs> I think I made the gospel way too hard a couple times for myself. Mm. That's it. Yo, bro. <laughs> I'm done. So I'm floored right now, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. Son. Therefore, I said to you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sin. Yo, you're going to die in the condition that you're in, and that's how you're going to stay. Yep. Right. And there's nobody, people like you are not allowed in heaven. That's it. All because you don't believe that I am he. He that's said, it. yo, that's, that's it. That's it. That I am he. That's it. I'm the one. I'm just believing me. That's it. I'm the one. The same one that you've been reading about. The same one you go digging through the scriptures. You know, the same one that led, you know, the children of Israel through Egypt. Jesus is God. You know, he said, I am God. I'm the one who did. You just need to believe in me. So it. he says that. And then they say, then they said to him, who are you? Like, the dog, <laughs> talk about <laughs> You'll be your heart being hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can look at their yo. face. They probably was like, "Who are you? <laughs> yo, yo, who are, yo, son? Yo, who, yo, man, who, who are you, man? Yo, yeah. yo, 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 man. Yo, you know, you know somebody that always asks you a question every time you say something. They just ask you a question about that. Yo, I'm done for tonight. Yo, that's why I tell you, Jesus had patience, dog. So I think I'm done. Every time they say something, yo, when I go, you gonna commit yourself? You gonna kill yourself? Yo, yo, who are you? I'm gonna go back to the father. Who's your father? <laughs> dog, that was the conversation. Who's your father? And that person, when you talk to them in the hood, you be like, yo, that guy's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Mad annoying. You don't even want to talk to that dude that always does that son. Uh, it, was, it was a darkness man it was a darkness and he responded he said just what i have been saying to you, you from, the been saying it. from the beginning Yo. dog all of us jesus christ have been telling us from the beginning there's a point in your life where jesus christ stepped to you and he's been dealing with you and yeah. you was probably like who are you Yep. <laughs> right. You hitting them with the who are you every time. Yeah. yeah. Right? But he says, Dog, if you die in your sins, you cannot come where I'm going. Right? That's plain. No, it is plain. And you know, people like you said, how many times they've heard that and people just try to drown it out with just music, like, yo, man, yeah. I, I ain't gonna man, please. Yep. And it they turn sad. their back. Yep. Sad. You know, and they let the things of this world just, you know, that's what they get attracted to in order for them to not hear that voice and the sign that he says in 28 says when you lift up the son of man then you will know that i am he 
and that I do nothing of myself. You know what I mean? So he's like, you'll be that cross. Mm. Let me ask you a question. Do you guys think that when the crucifixion happened and they finally saw that, but do you guys think the door was closed for these guys, for the Pharisees? To believe, you mean? No, nah, I don't think nah. so. You don't nah. think so? Nah. Because um, so. Um, Paul, you got to think Paul yeah. was a Pharisee and he got yeah. saved. But was Paul part of that sect? Part of, part of this group right here. What was Paul? Well, what was Paul? Paul was it? <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm asking you. He's a San. He wasn't a Sanhedrin. He was one. No, I think he. No, he, I think he was. He was part of the Sanhedrin. He was part of the Sanhedrin. Yeah, I just don't know how old he was during this time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he might have been. He might have been in his probably in his teens or twenties. Right. The reason I say that is because even after the after they saw the crucifixion, after the earthquake, after mm. the the curtain in the holy of holies was was torn after the grave opened up and people were resurrected they were still trying to cover up the story yeah. oh yeah yeah so i'm saying there was because he's talking to this group where he was yeah. like yo your time is gonna pass there's gonna be a pass when i'm gonna be gone and you're not mm-hmm. gonna be able to come so i'm wondering whether dog that door was that opportunity they was locked in right mm. where they blaspheme the holy spirit to the point where fam that was that was it i mean i think there were some people that came and some people that didn't like you said there was yeah. it like probably was a line drawn right you know right. what i mean and we I, I i personally don't think anybody i don't think knows. it was from i don't think it was for everybody yeah because yeah, yeah, we got nicodemus, uh, nicodemus joseph mm-hmm. of arimathea right. and then and we and see paul right but yeah. we also see the group of people that the was like yo um, guard the the tomb. Right. Yo, right. right. Lie, and we saw Stephen get stoned. Right. Yeah. So you still had a group of people even after seeing. Oh, definitely. They yeah. were stuck. Oh, not and They definitely. just kept on going down that path. Yeah. And I think that's why this word that Jesus tell them is mm. turned out to be true. Yeah. Like no, you definitely. guys, you guys are gonna die in your sins. Period. So you right. gotta you gotta think yeah, about. I said this. period like three times. In this. <laughs> it's the same thing <laughs> with period limit. You know, you got to think about even in the future. You know, there's going to be people that's going to go through the tribulation and they're going to be like, they're going to still curse God. Cursing at the Lord. With shake that, their fist. Yeah, that's, you yeah. know what I mean? So there's just certain people that just hate God and shaking their fists. It is what it is. Your, you know, your fate is. Uh, you know what's good with this is that people listening to this conversation, as he spoke these words, many believed in him so mm-hmm. that conversation of him talking to these pharisees in the back and forth and the you know stupid questions they were asking and jesus answering their questions led many people to believe and this is in verse 30 in verse 30 where did we stop yeah verse 30 yeah we've heard, we stopped at verse 28 at 28 28, 28. <clears throat> so 29 says and he who sent me is with me the father has not left me alone for I always do those things that please him. As he spoke these words, many believed in him. So we're seeing the result of that conversation. And dog, it happens. Sometimes you can have a conversation with people and you got other people overhearing. And the Holy Spirit uses that conversation to uh, save a soul. Right? The whole point is souls being saved. That's the whole point of this podcast. Yeah. Amen souls being saved because you do not have to go to hell because it's absolutely free a free gift that's true 
to get into to get into heaven. Well, totally paid for by Jesus. Yeah. And you choose it. Yeah. Here, verse twenty nine. He said, "And he who sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone, for I always do the things that please Him." You know, you seeing Jesus being sinless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You know, like he was perfect. You know, he's like, I always do the things that please him, you know, and the father has never left me alone. You know, and I was thinking about like, well, Andrew, we was talking about this, I think last last podcast about Jesus, you know, not physically being there with the father, you know, but the spirit is what was important. And think about that same, you know, he says that he had to leave so that the Holy Spirit could have that mm. same fellowship with us. You know what I mean? And it's crazy. Like, we get to experience that, you know, always being with the Father, always being with God. But, you know, like he says, for I always do the things that please him. And that's what's convicting to me. To to all of us as Christians, right? It's like, do you always ever say that? That we always do. That we always do. And, you know, it just showed me how Jesus was perfect. But, you know, that's, you know, he's, he's, he's the one that I look to. And strive to be like, like you always want to do what pleased the Father, and it's it's so real. It's not religion; it's a relationship. You know and what I mean? Crazy this is relational. Of that sentence, that's all. We we're robed in Jesus's righteousness. That's right. You know what I mean? So if it wasn't for that sentence that He is always doing those things that please the Lord, then where would we be? Mm. You know. So and He had he, to walk that walk for us. That's you right. know what you just said when you say we could never say that, right? That we're always, yeah, with the Lord. But God is faithful because he's always with us. That's right. Right. He doesn't switch up. He doesn't, you know, waver or take a break. So it's through his faithfulness. It's through who he is. Because, yeah, sometimes we, you know, mess up or sometimes we go left. But he's constant. So he's always with us. And it's because he's faithful. That's right. You know. Yeah, that's a great that's a great point that you made because that just that clearly gives you the distinction between the Old Testament and the New Testament, the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. Because mm-hmm. many people get that whole confused, right. you know, because the Old Testament was based on man's faithfulness. How can they keep the law? How can they please a holy and perfect God? Right. How can they walk in this perfect, righteous way? And then God was just showing us through Jesus that, yo, this law, you cannot keep it. Mm-hmm. You cannot perfect it. You cannot be holy the way i've called you to be holy and that's why he came with this new covenant and that because jesus him him being god lived a perfect life you know what i'm saying so it's on his faithfulness that we based it on and you know what and the thing is yo i mean it's just phenomenal because just the whole accepting jesus christ and he gives you his holy spirit and the holy spirit indwells you and he does the work for you I mean, there's no, you know, there's no wrestling, you know, there's no, you know what I'm saying? And he, all, all he's asking is for us to believe, sure. you know what I mean? He's not even asking us to put in, to be perfect, because he right. knows we can't. Just believe in him. Right. Believe Some in his don't perfection, believe, you know? People don't want to believe. People love the darkness, man. People love they the love darkness, it, man. man. Yeah, yeah, love. Darkness. I told you, be that verse is John to me. <laughs> Yo, Yo, after oh, I read that verse, oh, I think I, I was like, I don't need to read the rest of John. Because I understand when he was like, yo, light has come into the world, but men love love darkness. darkness. I was like, dog, that's me. Instead of the light. I said, dog, I was so convicted after I read that because I was like, that was the whole point of me never coming to Christ. Yep. 
It wasn't yep. because I didn't know about you know what I mean. You the Bible sat in your house all day, oh, every day. You yo. never picked it up. You yo. never really went through it. Why? Because your dog. It's, it reveals your yo. darkness. Your being. And I was convicted, and I was like, it's not because men don't know. Come on, you're not gonna sit there, dog. You got the Bible right there. You read it, and it's simple. But it's dog. You love yo. the darkness. And <laughs> I, I like I like that because we opened up with a scene of a woman that was in darkness mm. and then she ended up being face to face with the light mm. right and she didn't come there of her own free will she got dragged she got dragged to the light mm. so you know it doesn't matter how you get there again you could you could get there kicking and screaming. Heard. <laughs> Somebody dragging you, drag you to the light, drag you to Christ. Right? He's he's not gonna look at you and be like, "Well, you didn't you didn't you didn't want to come here." Yeah, of course you didn't want to come here because you was in darkness. Straight up. But what's important is your response. That's right. After you experience that grace, after you experience that love, what's your response gonna be? Her response was was of humility her response was of submission and you know after that experience she said lord no one lord and he was like yo neither do i i'll, I'll take i'll take those stones for you mm. uh go and sin no more that's the point that's the point right follow me change yep sin no more and you know for us dog is that light man responding to that light and believing nobody's gonna have a defense nah dog in that day of judgment you are not gonna have a defense and that's why he says you'll be my witness i come from above on that day there's gonna be books open bro straight 8k you'll be everything is recorded (laughs) you're gonna be like i forgot that Yo, and everything. When you said that without an excuse, Romans 1 popped into my mind where it says, verse 20, for since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse, because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Mm. Yeah. Yo, cause you know, cause my head is no good. I be thinking about you know the judgment day <laughs> and people pulling up and dog. Yo, God is so fair. <laughs> that yo be a lot yo, of people don't know how so fair. fair. They don't know how fair God he's is. Gonna, I think he's gonna allow you to 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 lay out your defense. Mm. Come reason with me. Come reason. Let's talk. You think? And then he's fair. I don't think so. What do you mean? I don't think he's gonna. Dog, I think it's just gonna be open the books. Yo, once you see him, no, you're gonna gonna listen. We have we have a defense. We have a defender. Right, right. Somebody that's advocating for us. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's. But if you choose to advocate for yourself, you're gonna have to get. You're gonna have to get time to speak. You're gonna look like Clarence Thomas. Ferguson. What was that guy named who shot the people on the train and then became his own? <laughs> oh, yeah, That's yeah, exactly yeah. how you're gonna look. <laughs> oh yeah. The guy like a clown. Like a, and he came in there with his own suit. 
<laughs> we and he was like, your dog, I didn't it. shoot nobody. Right. You know, we got, and we all got, the witnesses was there. We got two minutes. We could speculate <laughs> for the last two minutes. <laughs> You're going to get a chance. What was his name? To, uh, uh, what's, what's your defense? Defend yourself. Because right. you rejecting Christ is you rejecting, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I forgot the scripture off where it says we have an advocate with the Father. I think it's in Hebrews. We have an advocate with the Father. Somebody that's always constantly defending us mm-hmm. against right. the accusation of the enemy. Now, I think it's going to be caught. Now, you're right. It's going to be caught. It's going to be caught. It's court is court. fair. Yeah, I think it's going to be caught. So now, once everything is laid out straight, 4K, 8K, 16K, yeah. relived. Nah, nah, nah. It's going to be caught. It's going to be caught. What do you think, Edge? I don't so, think so, bro. <laughs> so now, I, not, not that it, there's not going to be like a court-like atmosphere, uh-huh. but you're not going to be able to... Why not? Speak before God. What? Why not? You got to be kidding me. Like, dude, when. That would one, be fair, though. No, one, no, you, you, fairness is him actually showing you your wrongs before he throws you into eternal torment. That's, yeah, that's what's fair. That's fair, too. But when. To, to, to be able to not be in a glorified body. And to, you think you're going to be able to talk to God? No, no, no. Who's sitting on I'm the not throne? Saying, I'm not saying uh, you're going to have a defense. I'm saying None you're going to be given the opportunity. No way, bro. Right. There is no way. Spe- you're going to be able to <laughs> look sp- at God Yo, in his you face without right. having a glorified body. Yo, don't get Ange angry, dog. You know what Ange is. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean by glorified body? Us as saints, when we, even now as believers... We uh-huh. couldn't look the Lord in his face and we'd be dead. So you're telling me that people no, who no, die in their I, sins. I'm, I'm talking about, you're talking about the great white throne. I'm talking right? about court. People are going to be resurrected. Yeah. You don't, who, yeah. And then, but so they're not, to, the people that are going to hell aren't going to have glorified bodies. I'm not talking about glorified body. I'm talking about them being in front of the throne. Right. So yeah, and the, books, be and the books being open. Yeah. Right. So okay. that's what I'm saying. Books being open. All the sins are being read. They're going to be in front of your the works, throne. The group yep. from Greek to the latest. The so that's okay. what I'm saying. All he's saying is probably like, dog, it's going to be like, dog, you did this. No. what you say? Why not? I Listen, you had your chance, bro. Everything is already recorded in the books. I uh, doubt it very much that you're going to be able to, to speak. You know, your, you, you know, you know, you know, you know why? I'm a, real quick. Yeah. But when he, I think I forgot who he was talking to. And he was like, um, the, 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 the citizens of Nineveh is going to. Right? Testify against, against you. you. We talking okay. about court, and that's when I realized, yo, dog, this is gonna be court. To have people testifying against you, that's what straightened me up to be like, I gotta share this gospel to my family and friends, because I'm like, I don't want to be called <laughs> on the witness stand but, to testify. And I, I against I see that people like imagine all the people that you shared with, and they standing in front of the Lord, and you st- they like he's like your dog, Angelo's yep. right there. I, I I get so that. So it might point. be caught, dog. Listen, straight caught. You know, but you know, but you know who that that guy we'll, named? We'll His out. name was Colin Ferguson. Colin. Oh yeah, Colin Ferguson. <laughs> yes. You yes. don't want to be Colin Ferguson on the so so after the y'all, day of judgment. After y'all um Google the twenty one kid. Google Go- Colin. Go- Ferguson. <laughs> do, do the twenty one again now. So. <laughs> they was like, yo, yo, you mad stupid? No, I'm not. What's ten plus ten? Twenty one. You'll be, I'm seeing a white light, right? <laughs> I'm seeing a white light. <laughs> Tell me, the people that the people that know what I'm talking about is gonna be dying. Right? I don't know, but it, it sounded funny You'll though. Be, we gonna Google it after the show. <laughs> but uh, Mike, man, let's do the honors, man. Close us out in prayer. 
right. Thank you, Father God, just for just for another um, good episode, Lord, of just um, being allowed to go through your word, Lord. We thank you for just um, having your Holy Spirit in the midst of us, teaching us all things. Lord, he's the great teacher, Lord. He's going to teach us all things about you. Lord, thank you for all the stuff that you've revealed to us um, during this podcast, Lord. And just to anyone who's listening, Lord, just... Um, um, we know that your Holy Spirit convicts, Lord, but it's also gentle, Lord, as we read, Lord, you come with mercy and grace, but you also come with truth, Lord. So let anyone who's listening, Lord, just respond um, in the right way, Lord, and um, confess you as their Lord and Savior. Lord, you are the creator, Lord. You've, um, you humbled yourself. You came down, Lord. You took on human flesh just to, just to die on our behalf, Lord, that we may have eternal life that we may go where you are, Lord. So we just ask that you just um, pour your grace and your mercy on all who's listening, Lord. So again, Lord, we thank you for your love. In the name of your son, Jesus, amen. Amen. Amen.